Now they go the other way with a big man and now a chance for Stromstead, one on one and a goal. Wow. That was the 6-7 Victor Stromsten taking a ball that was sent far off the pitch. Elon had not even had a sniff on goal for the last five minutes. Counter with Jack Dolk. Gets it around Scargill and Nick finally gets to it. Oh, it's stolen by Dolk and Horrocks has to make a save. Man, that was close to two nothing. Chipped pass and that is going to send Votney in. Scargill slide tackle misses. Here's a chance for two and what a save by Horrocks. That was a whiff of a clearance attempt by the Bulls, and for all the talk of the Bulls getting all the chances, that was the best chance of the half. Spengler to Jalen Anderson. Decent flick off to his right side. That's a good shot, and it's in! Jalen Anderson rips one, and we are tied with 15.08 to go. The transfer from NC Wilmington, whose first goal as a ball was with his left foot, shows that he's got some pop from the right side as well. Oh, there's Spengler with a steal. Oh, he's got Anderson in front of him, finds him. Jalen is in, off to his left foot, chance! And it's in! What a setup, and Jalen Anderson, we told you, he can score with both feet. He looked like he could have scored with either there. He settles it onto the right, and there was a deflection, but it just made its play across the goal mound. And with seven minutes and 59 seconds left, the Bulls have taken the lead. Jalen Anderson with the brace. And it is just a matter of seconds before the completion of a tremendous comeback victory is in the books for South Florida against a fellow returning NCAA tournament team, the Elon Phoenix. The Bulls get two second half goals from Jalen Anderson, who did not even start the second half, but within a span of about seven minutes, showing a lot of variety and a lot of poise, puts two home, and the Bulls grab the W, their second of the season. Jalen, uh, let's just go right through the two goals because uh, you sh you've shown some variety. First goal this year was lefty, then you rocketed that one with the right foot. Did you guys think it was gonna have to take a long distance shot because they were sort of jamming up the middle tonight? So funny enough, at halftime, the coaches had talked to me about popping off the center backs because a lot of times they don't like to move off of the, basically the top of the box. And so me and Ajman talked and it just happened where I popped off and he gave it to me and then I just had to figure something out and got a shot off and just happened to go in. Well, you, it sounds like had some intel on Elon, tell people. Yeah. I mean, you played against them a few times. Did yeah. you take anything from that tonight? Yeah, for sure. I know the center backs are always very good. Last year, they had the same ones. They played NCAA tournament, right. still the same group, especially the back line. And they always stay very compact, very organized. And it just takes getting in front of them Trying to beat them behind is very difficult, so just had to get in front of them and just go at them, and that's exactly what happened, and got to this. And I don't know if it was the center back, the unfortunate lad that you dropped onto his backside on the second goal, but uh, was that an in-the-moment kind of thing, that last fake, because it really set you up? So when I got in behind, I saw him sprinting, and I knew he would overcommit, so it was just faking and going past him. Funny enough, I'm close with him, and I know very well. Oh, yeah? So, yeah good Sorry about that, right? <laughs> yeah. So my first question for you is, you made those two shots, um, one was being assisted by Spengler. Can you kind of talk about what 
was going through your head during that? Was it like a, you saw each other on the field and the connection just kind of hit? Yeah, it was funny enough because since preseason, for whatever reason, me and Ajmer have just had a connection. And a lot of times it doesn't take – it just takes us to look at each other and for whatever reason we're always on the same page. And, I mean, that's – I want to say – Including preseason, he's assisted me five or six times now, so definitely there's a connection between the two of us. All right, and then what do you think has been the issue moving the ball forward and getting into that shooting range throughout the game? Is it the ball movement or maybe it's something the defense is doing? I think it's more just connections between each other and making sure we're all on the same page and most importantly just trusting each other in certain spots with the ball and trusting that we'll find a way to get out of it, which especially second half today we definitely figured out. And even though we were might have had a man on us or something, you know, trust somebody to get out of the situation and move the ball forward. Right. And then you guys went through multiple fouls in the last game. What do you think was the change to not receiving as many as you did? Um, I would say just focus, just staying locked in and making sure that you delay rather than foul was definitely the biggest thing with that and something that we definitely have been working on in training and thankfully came together today. Just from a mental standpoint, getting a win here last game before you head into conference playoffs, it's going to be a big one here against SMU. Just how kind of from a confidence perspective, how that, how important was that for you guys in the locker room? I think it's very important because over the course of the season, from the start, things start off difficult, and as the season's gone on, we've started to pick up momentum, momentum. And even though against Clemson it didn't go our way, it was still very much in the right direction, and we fought and we battled. We went down, a goal came back. Same thing today, and today we got the result. So, especially in college, even you may not start off well, but at the end of the day, conference is the most important thing. As long as you build towards that and you do well, then the beginning doesn't really matter. So you bring in um, Jalen off the bench in the second half. I'm sure that was just a plan to get him a little rest, or did you sense something there? Well, it, here's what was happening. They were just kind of digging in. Um, they were kind of, uh, they could say, parking the bus, but they were really playing deep. And we felt like if he could, he could pop off, the forwards, I mean the backs, and get a little space created and, and maybe just give him a different look. And he's very smart about the way he runs in the gaps. So we did actually low row in him. And both those guys have really intelligent runs. So we just, we didn't throw big bodies, big forwards. We just took guys that were creative. And uh, it worked. And, and he did a good job with his space. When you score two goals and win 2 1, he's going to get the headlines. But Allen had to make some incredible saves on one-on-one. How important were that? Yeah, Allen's come up big. And honestly, the one they tried to chip him on was really good. We had talked about it beforehand that he, they were going to try at some point. So he was, you know, I, I appreciate him being schooled in what he when he did there. But, yeah, he came up big. And they, and they had some chances late. And uh, he was in good position. So I'm just glad we were able to, you know, kind of him to make the save and then keep him out of the net. Um, can you highlight any specific tactics you used in this game that you may, um, that may have helped you? Well, I think against Clemson, we sat too deep. Um, and if you notice in this game, we really challenged the guys to push a little bit up and, and try to live in the other team's half. And we did that probably to excess. And uh, for us, I think that was a good one for us because I think we have the talent to pin teams in. Um, but we also have the, you know, we have the discipline to sit in deep if we have to. But today, it was just basically trying to pin a team in. Yeah, and then in the last game, you mentioned that you wanted um, to see more connection on your offense. Um, did you see that today? Yeah, I think that's why the ball movement was pretty good towards the end. I think we were a little sloppy in the final third, but in general there was, there was much more opportunities. In the first half we had, I would say, two or three opportunities that should have been a goal. So those were different type of opportunities, but I think in the second half I think the ball movement, the player movement, the, just the, the overall kind of rotation of the ball was very good. And my last question for you is about Anderson. Um, was he an expected player that you thought was going to show up with those leadership skills you've been pushing on your players? 
Yeah, I don't know. He's a quiet leader, so I don't see much of that. But I think that for him, I think he fits our system, uh, and he likes it here, and he likes the guys, and I think that's a natural kind of chemistry for you know a guy to step forward and, and give a little experience and hand it out to the younger guys. I, I know you haven't talked about it, but I think the kid that jumped in the mid, midfield today, Pedro, had a really good game, and that was his first real kind of experience there for us. So it was nice to see him get a good game. From a psychology perspective, going into SMU next, getting this win and heading into conference play, just how good is that for this group to get that one? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, you've you nailed it. I don't think there's any – there's no kind of rocket science there. We you go into this game – you come out of this game with a win and a tough win um, going against SMU, who's a good team. I think we, we believe in what we're doing, and I think we're just slowly kind of scratching the surface of who we could be. So right now it's just get ourselves some rest, get ourselves prepared, and we're going to go out. They've both gotten plenty of times in these positions, but specifically with Jamone and Richard out there for the multitude of the night, was that something that you saw with those guys? Working? Yeah, it's what, what they, you know, here's, Jamone is learning that role, and it's and it's kind of morphed because we've changed some formations, right. but he's learning that, that, that wide wing-back role, um, and I think he's done a really good job. He has good pace, pace with, with and without the ball, and he creates a little bit of danger with that left foot. And then you have on the other side, you have, Richie, who has, I think, some really good ideas, and he's just really kind of coming into his own with Division One. So I think both of them are kind of growing as we see them, um, but they have, the, they have the technical ability, they have the speed, they have the athleticism to play that role. And, and look, we got backups that started here last year, so the nice thing is, is if we have to fall on those guys, we have a captain sitting there right in the wings that offers minutes. So it's, pretty, it's a luxury I like.